Hi there. Welcome to HR Shop Talk. I'm your host, Andrea Adams. This show delves into the details of HR through conversations with smart, experienced, and successful professionals who've done the work. You can also find me on YouTube where you can interact with me and other people like yourself. Today, I'm talking to Varid Levant. Verid's the founder and president of Vimy HR in Calgary, Alberta. Verid has a reputation for cutting through what she calls the HR fluff. And if it doesn't make business sense, it doesn't get on the list. So I look forward to our discussion today, but the EVP or the employee value proposition, it sounds a little bit like fluff, doesn't it? It kind of does. And I actually want to retitle it something else because it just doesn't fit with uh, who I am. I just haven't thought of another way to, another name for it. But to me, what it means is it's your employer brand. So just like Coca-Cola, you know what that stands for. It really is, but who are you? What's, what's your secret sauce? Mm-hmm. This kind of sounds fluffy too, but what makes you special? What differentiates you in the job market? That's okay. really what it's about. Okay, so, you know, I I think we can all imagine what that means to HR, and it's central to the idea of HR, but can you talk about that? What does the the employee value proposition mean in the HR world? Yeah, so to me, um, and I don't, you know, I'm not going to speak for the whole HR world, but to me, it means, okay, well, what's your culture? What's your leadership like? Um, how are you managing employees? What does that look like in your organization? What differentiates you? What sets you apart? So it's everything outside of those rewards, the compensation and your bonuses and benefits. Um, if you had to pay people below the job market uh, and still attract employees, how would you articulate that? That's really what it's about. Hmm. I didn't realize that it excluded your sort of those total rewards. You're talking about pensions, benefits, compensation, that kind of stuff, right? So that's not part of the employee value proposition? Well, it could be. There are some organizations that say, okay, our employee value proposition is we're going to pay above market. Okay. Because we're going to attract the best. And Mm -hmm. that's really important for us. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, that's not going to keep your employees. So to me... The employee value proposition is your unique factor Mm -hmm. of what is going to attract new hires Mm -hmm. and what's going to keep your employees. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So how does uh, the employee value proposition relate to the employee experience? It seems like they would be overlapping concepts, but maybe you can articulate that for us a bit. Yeah. So in terms of the employee value proposition, like I I do have these discussions with my clients and I like them to engage with their employees to get a sense of, you know, what are your employees saying about you? Mm -hmm. What, what are they actually saying keeps them here? Mm -hmm. So is it the family feel that you've created is the open door policy is that they really feel comfortable sharing their ideas, being able to experiment and make mistakes. What, what is it that makes your workplace unique? Mm-hmm. And so absolutely that links into the employee experience because, you know, it's, it's that, what are you saying to the external market to bring in new hires, but it needs to be living and breathing within your current workplace mm-hmm. for that actually to be true. Yeah. 
So it's just not, it's not just a marketing ploy. It actually mm -hmm. is yes. the truth. Yeah. And I think you, I think in postings and whatnot, you actually, you see a fair bit of spin and not a whole lot of, it just lacks authenticity in my opinion. Right. And we're looking for the authenticity here. Exactly. And so, yeah, it, it should articulate some of your values, but then it's not just a statement. How is that actually living and breathing in your organization? What mm -hmm. does that look like? Mm -hmm. What are the behaviors that you're seeing to actually live those values? Mm -hmm. And if you're not seeing it, then those aren't really your values. Right. And then it shouldn't be your employee value proposition. Right. So how um, does awareness of the employee value proposition affect priorities in an HR decision making? Yeah, so I speak, see it as a spoke into so many areas of HR from recruitment and onboarding. It should be intertwined and embedded in every area of the employee life cycle, for mm -hmm. lack of a better way to describe it. But, you know, from when they enter the organization to when they exit is the whole employee value proposition. What does that look like? Even when they leave the company, mm -hmm. if you're saying that I really value everyone's opinions mm -hmm. um, and we want to continually improve our workplace, well, then you should do an exit interview mm -hmm. and you should be taking the, those considerations from the exit interview and making some changes in your workplace. So when working with your clients, what's the most common ways in your small business clients, what's the most common ways you're trying to improve their employee value proposition? Yeah, I think in a couple of ways, I think we, we help them understand what their employee value proposition is. What mm -hmm. is it that differentiates mm -hmm. them? Because sometimes they don't even know. Mm -hmm. um, again, you know, you only have line of sight to what you know and what you're doing, but mm -hmm. as a consultant, we see a lot of organizations so we can bring back to the table, well, actually, this is what we see as something unique in your culture. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we can help them articulate that. Mm -hmm. um, the other pieces around compensation, absolutely, we can take a look and say, okay, well, actually, you're a low market, maybe we should work on that, or if you can't afford it, let's really leverage some of these other pieces that make you unique. In your experience, how have you helped a business improve their EVP and what difference did it make? So again, I think it's back to them really understanding what sets them apart. That's what's really helped in their business. And so once we have that conversation and we land on their you know, unique factor, um, we're able to actually embed that into their job posting, to the interview process, mm -hmm. into the, their onboarding. And then we're really seeing that they get a better understanding of who they are mm -hmm. um, as an employer. And then you're actually able to communicate that to your employees in every stage. So your employees actually become a big referral source for you too, because they can articulate very well, this is what my employer is all about. Yep. And they can share that with their family and friends so that when there's other opportunities coming up, um, it's really easy for them to communicate, okay, this is what it's all about. I can see this fitting for my family or friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, that recruitment process is, is much easier. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so I'm going to be honest here. In all my experience working for HR in big organizations, I don't think I ever heard a leader talk about the EVP. I, I'm not sure why. Maybe, I don't know. But do you have any idea why that is? I would agree with that. I think when I think back of my on my corporate career, I didn't hear a lot about it. And it was kind of something that was punted over to the marketing group. And what I'm seeing trending right now is instead of HR and marketing working in silos, there's a lot more collaboration now. Uh Um, And there's a lot more actually competition to hire great talent. Like I I see what's happening in Calgary right now with the um, the little bit of a tech boom that we have. Mm -hmm. And there's competition. So you need to set yourself apart. Um, but it needs to be real. Uh, we're working with one client that says, well, you know, every tech company has an open door policy and flexibility and all those, but that's actually not who they are right now. So we're working with them to say, okay, well, there, there's something else. You're not like every tech company. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Let's Mm -hmm. articulate that. Let's figure that out so that we actually are very much aligned in how you're recruiting, but then also how you're managing your staff. In a market that's employee rich, do you think the employee value proposition uh, is something that companies should be investing in? Uh, Absolutely. Um, I think there was a a stat that just came out around the impact of COVID and um, people's employees' um, loyalty level. Right. to organizations. I've seen and that. Absolutely. So there's going to be a, a mass exodus, it seems, from the statistics of people mm-hmm. moving to other organizations mm-hmm. once things settle down with mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so regardless of whether there's the market is employee rich right now, um, there's a huge risk for organizations that don't actually pay attention to how they show up mm-hmm. in the marketplace mm-hmm. and what they're offering for their employees and what makes them unique. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that too. Okay. So um, final question here, if someone wants to incorporate the concept of employee value proposition into their HR work, what are some first steps? That's a big question actually. <laughs> It's a huge question. Um, yeah, so we always always start with the, just the discussion with the leadership team. And I basically ask them like four or five questions to uncover what their employee value proposition is. Um, so once we have an understanding of that, then it's like, okay, well, now we need to put that into your job posting. That's the next step. And then we're going to make sure that it's in your interview guides and checking in your reference checks as well and kind of embedded into those checkpoints um, in the recruitment process. And then the next step is, okay, how are we going to reinforce this as well Mm -hmm. in the organization for Mm -hmm. onboarding, performance management, Mm -hmm. progression, all of those pieces. Well, thanks, Varid. That gave me food for thought. We've reached the end of this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time when I talk shop with another insightful guest.